0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on Store.
1: Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. There are new calls for the president of
2: Harvard to step down. Members of the school paper's editorial board wrote a dissent and said, for Harvard's sake, it's time to let gay go. The Harvard Crimson, a student-run newspaper out of Harvard, is now reporting that their president, embattled President Claudine Gay, is set to resign imminently.
1: Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
0: I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days?
1: Choco Cannon. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. I want a double dip waffle cone with chocolate, okay. vanilla chocolate chip. Rum swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's. Howie Carr.
0: Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844 500 4242. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Howie. He'll be back on Monday. His glorious and triumphant return in the year 2024 happens on Monday. But in the meantime, you've got me and the rest of the crew here, and we will roll along as best we can. As I said before the top of the hour break, new study is out from United Van Lines' 47th annual National Movers uh, report, and it found that... Massachusetts was among the most moved from states last year. 56.6% of its Massachusetts customers moved out of Massachusetts, as opposed to 43.4% of customers who moved in. And they state, you know, all kinds of uh, reasons that people may have moved out, uh, retirement, lifestyle, family-related reasons. But I want to hear from you was there a straw that uh, broke the camel's back that is, you just said that's it we're we're moving we're we're not doing this anymore and uh, you you found greener pastures elsewhere 844-500-4242 Steve you're next on the Howie car show go ahead Steve
3: Hey, Taylor, how are you Excellent. I moved out of I, I I grew up in Somerville I moved to Reading 25 years ago we moved to New Hampshire the cost of housing is so much cheaper we don't pay uh, income tax. We don't pay sales tax. We don't pay excise tax. We get to carry our guns, open carry. We get to buy uh, all kinds of stuff, a lot cheaper. Our, my house was $190,000, four-bedroom, two-bath. But the same house right now is worth four ninety. Wow. Wow. Okay? The problem is everybody's coming from Massachusetts. They're selling their houses. They're moving to New Hampshire, and they're buying four or $500,000 houses that are really worth like 300000 but they think it's a deal, and they're raising the cost of everything. I have a friend of mine that owns a car dealership up here. He gives out an AR-15 when you buy a, when you buy a car. You don't get that in the. I, mean, in
0: <laughs> I wish. I mean, we, we
3: have some inbred inbred problems, and we have some uh, dental problems. But you know, we got to give up for <laughs> a little bit. You
0: know? Oh my god! I was going to ask you, Steve. Like, as as a Massachusetts transplant yourself, are you now just? you're putting the sign up to other people from Massachusetts who want to make the move, don't do it?
3: Well, they can do it, but leave your politics at home. Don't try to, you know, they come up here and they say, well, why don't we just do 2% sales tax? It's like, no, we're not doing any sales tax. Do you know that our politicians up here make $200 for a two-year term? Two hundred bucks, that's all they get. Wow. Two-year term. Yeah. So all these little things add up. So anyway, I'm going to see Nikki Haley right now. She's in Rye. She's in there at 6 o'clock. Do you have any questions you want me to ask her?
0: Um, ask her Ask her what the War of 1812 was about.
3: No, I'm, I'm going to ask her what her aviation experience is and <laughs> why she's on Boeing. I'm going to ask her what she thinks about uh, the border crisis and why the Republicans aren't doing anything about it. And what else am I going to ask her? It's going to be good. You'll see me on CNN tonight, I'm
0: sure. Okay. All right, yeah. Steve. We'll look for you. Thanks very much for the call. 844 500 4242 Al, you're next on the Howie Carr show. Go ahead, Al.
4: Taylor, thank you so much, and let me say you're doing a great job, and I miss you and Howie Carr. But I never fail to get my uh, my my little bit of uh, the chump line down here in sunny, just outside of Charleston, South Carolina. I love it. I showed up here in and uh, August, got a place down here in September. I live here now, and. I am. I am just so happy to be out of Massachusetts, away from all the BLM signs that were popping up all around my house in Malden, Mass. I love it down here.
0: So that, that's so, a pretty, pretty recent move, uh, Al. What, what made you? Was it just the people were just getting too political around here, or was it something else?
4: <laughs> well, as a, the the BLM signs around the neighbors and the and the uh, rainbow signs all mm. around me in Malden. Um, it just, it, it made it really clear to me, as it does, as as it's so clear to many of Howie's uh, audience, that it's just a tough place to live in Massachusetts. And, you know, and I drive a little black uh, Ford Ranger with my uh, Let's Go Brandon bumper sticker. And I got, I got the finger, I got my truck keyed. Um, and, and, I you know, down here, it's so different, dude. Yeah. It's so different and they welcome they welcome us you know actually trump was in this neighborhood what two two months ago he mm-hmm. couldn't get the same because i couldn't get away from work but it's just it's just a whole different thing away from massachusetts and i'm so glad to be out of there
0: yeah i know i know what you mean now anytime i get away from massachusetts and, and like you know i go you know somewhere somewhere in the south maybe even florida not to one of the more uh populous areas but uh, I, I went on vacation a few weeks ago, and I was, I was pretty far out there. And it's such a different way of life. People were so much more relaxed. People were – I mean, they drove different. That's, that's one thing I noticed when I go on a vacation. How do they drive compared to where I live? Because I'm, I'm used to a lot of defensive driving here. But where I was, it was just so – people stopped at a stop sign. And they stopped at crosswalks. There wasn't any of this rolling through stuff. It was it was just so leisurely. And it was it was nice. Thanks very much for the call, Al. Hal, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Hal.
5: Hey, uh, good show. Uh, yeah, uh, for, uh, we moved up to New Hampshire three years ago. We lived right in Boston, the West Rock section. I lived in Boston all my life. Raised our family, even homeschooled our family in Boston, believe it or not. Mm. But... Um, I think, well, of course, Steve listed a lot of reasons why I'm up here, too, in New Hampshire. Not that it's a a paradise, but uh, in May of 2020, the Black Lives Matter and Antifa announced that they would set the West Roxbury Police Department on fire. Oh, yeah. But the police station was barricaded. What made it worse is that businesses in West Roxbury, one of the better neighborhoods in Boston, were boarding up their storefronts. I called... um, the state senator's office, Mike Rush, they said, "Where are you?" Didn't speak to him. You should be out here, you know, with the in the neighborhood, assuring people. Instead, they're on the other side. Well, uh, two weeks later, we had a back to blue rally, and uh, the city councilor was ashamed of the people who were defending the police. That's when, mm. own property, and but we own property. I said that was the breaking point. We are planning to move up here at some point, you know, in the near future. Just you know, four or five. Years away, but I that thought that just sped up your timeline. Often? Yeah, and and then you got a, a government that's work that works with the, with the mob. Your property's not going to be worth much. So <laughs> that's what really tipped the scale of us. And we we don't look uh, with the current mayor. <laughs> we're just so happy we're out of there. Yeah,
0: you got out at a good time. Thanks, thanks, Hal, for the call. That's that's good stuff. I mean, you hate to see that happen in in your neighborhood, and and things get that hyper local that they're literally brought to your doorstep and presented in a way that, that makes you say no I'm I'm not having it I'm I'm out of here um that's that's a great motivator 84454242 have you moved out of Massachusetts or or any state for a particular reason especially one that's uh, a political or um as i said Massachusetts is number 2 only to california on this list and I'd imagine that's because of uh, their extreme liberal policies and, and just the shape that their cities are in. I mean, look at San Francisco. It is literally uh, just human excrement all over the place. And they only clean it up when premiers from China come over. And that's that's your way of life. You're stepping over uh, fecal matter just just to walk to, from your car to your office or wherever it may be. But Massachusetts is just behind that for for people who want to move out. So what are we doing so horribly here? Uh, I mean, you can look in almost any direction and see something. But we are – people are just making this mass exodus – pardon the pun, but uh, – mass exodus – uh, and, and getting and hightailing it out of here. If you're one of those, why Why did you decide to do it? What made you finally say that's it? I mean, we've all thought about it. I'm, I'd am i like to do it. I think uh, a lot of people would like to do it. But, uh, you know, th- we have roots here. What made you cut those ties and say it's it's just not worth it anymore? Justin, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Justin.
6: Yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure you've heard it a hundred times. One of the main reasons why a lot of us want to get out of here, and I haven't finished the transition yet. We're still in the process of picking up a house in New Hampshire right now. But the draconian gun laws in this state drive people up a wall. And I've had an FID card for over 20 years, and I've yet to be able to get an LTC, and I'm sick of being told, quote, you don't need it. Just be happy with what you have and being told that the only way that I'm going to be able to get an LTC is to spend twenty, thirty grand for a lawyer with no promises of it actually coming through. Oh my god. Or just continuously move from one town to the next until you find a different chief that will say, "Oh, okay, yeah, we'll give it to you" because the chief in the other town says you don't need it.
0: That's horrible, Justin. I I had my um I mean the first time I applied and I I lived in New Bedford when I uh Applied for my LTC, and I, I was a first-round draft pick. I got mine pretty much right away. I mean, you know, the standard waiting period. But where are you located that they're not giving you your LTC?
6: Hull, oh, also known as Brockton-by-the-Sea. Oh, And, and basically, the, the, the old chief that used to be in this town was notorious for this. If you weren't a cop or if you weren't a veteran, you didn't need it. And the only people that they continuously gave those cards to were the people that were grandfathered in that they couldn't just take them away from. But any new applicants were pretty much told, "You don't need it. You, you want you a permit? Here is an FID or a Class B with restrictions, but no Class A LTCS unrestricted."
0: Wow, that's that's incredible. I, I don't I don't know how somebody's you know constitutional rights can be held hostage like that. It's that's remarkable. I am sorry for that, but yeah. It, Get get up and get that house secured as, as quickly as you can. <laughs> Thanks for the call. 844-500-4242. And we'll take your calls after the break. Why are you leaving your state? Uh, or why have you already left your state? It may have been this past year. It could have been a few years prior. But what, what finally made you say, that's that's it. That does it for me. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. 844-500-4242. This is the Howie, uh, Howie Car Show.
1: The Howie Car Show. Howie Car is back.
0: Today's poll question is brought to you by My Pillow. Howie loves MyPillow's products. He sleeps with their pillows, wears their slippers, dries off with their towels. And now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Matt, what is today's poll question? What are the results thus far?
5: Did Donald Trump make the right decision by foregoing the presidential debates? Yes or no? I think you did. 89% of the audience agrees with you, yes.
0: Back up to 89. Thanks very much. 844 542 People texting in about uh, moving out. 774. I'm preparing to move out of Massachusetts. It's dating is awful for non-Democrats. 33 male. Hey, me too. But I'm, I'm, I'm not on the dating scene anymore. The politics are getting worse and we're on the verge of economic collapse thanks to the swarm of illegals not moving north because the libs hate I have corrupted them so I'm going to North Carolina. I'll miss you guys. Well, you can still get us wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast or you can go online to howiecarshow.com and listen from wherever you are. 919 left in 2005 and cut ties because 90% of my family in Massachusetts are moonbats. That's easy to do when they're when they're lefties, but I mean if they're if they're very conservative like you, I, you you got to start looking for for land. Uh, that way you can, you can build your compound somewhere, have the whole family on, on just uh, one plot of land. 860 Taylor. There's something in the salt water that causes liberalism. Both coasts of America have lost their minds. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, that's where you see the, the larger cities. First of all, and, and things just tend to go that way when you get to all those people around each other. And uh, they, they, they feel this, this need to, Walk one, uh, talk one, talk yet walk another walk. They talk this talk of diversity, equity, and inclusion, but they're the least uh, diverse, equitable, and uh, inclusive people that there are. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Tamara, you're next on the Howie Carr show. Go ahead, Tamara.
2: Yes, hi. Um, I live in Western Massachusetts, so we have a, a little bit difference uh, differences with people out by UMass Amherst, Smith, Mount Holyoke. Um, I agree with the other callers, BLM and uh, Gay Pride everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, If you're conservative, yeah. I mean, if you're conservative or in the middle, you're treated like dirt. Um, But I live in a rural area, so we're more conservative. However, with that being said, my husband and I were really thinking of moving uh, down south. Uh, You know, it's too expensive to live here, number one. But we went to Kentucky and Tennessee in May. And I know they've changed, like, with their views, who they're voting for. But I'll tell you, it was like a whole other world down there. It was like the you saw the conservative um, people on TV. You know, they're running for governor and this and that. It was a whole nother ball game. People would say, where are you from? And I'd be like, Massachusetts. I didn't even want to tell them. And right. I'd go, but not from Boston. We're out in the rural area because I think they look at people – they don't want people down there because they're going to change it, like they changed other areas. My in-laws live in North Carolina, Charlotte. It's changing; it's getting more and more liberal. So people are, you know, and we're conservative. So I, and we do have a home in Rhode Island, and people mm-hmm. think mass is bad. Rhode Island's worse.
0: Is that so? I've got I've got friends that uh, I, I know some people that that moved to the very very liberal people. Um, they went to tennessee um nashville area for for vacation they decided to move down there uh which was surprising to me because i had always associated tennessee with you know sort of conservatism i mean nashville especially country music a hall of fame i mean you've got a lot of conservative values rooted there um but it's it's become a very very liberal place and it's even even metropolises of, of that size, like Austin, Texas, extremely liberal now. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee, also extremely liberal. And that's happening to a lot of the, um, I guess formerly unexplored by liberals cities where they're they're discovering these big, beautiful cities and there's a happening scene and they decide that they're going to swoop in and take part of it as well. And let's face it, they're louder than the conservatives because we're 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 used to hiding our values for some reason. We don't want to get shouted down wherever we go by moonbats. More calls coming up. This is the Howie Carr Show.
1: The Matthews
0: Brothers Studios. By the way, I forgot to mention about the, uh, the whole Green Day incident on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. What was funny about it was Elon Musk took to X after that happened, and <laughs> he said Green Day goes from raging against the machine to milk toastedly raging for it so very accurate and on point uh, they're they're so with the system now they don't even realize that they're a part of the system they think that that's the rebellious thing to do is to to say that Trump is is a bad guy and his supporters are bad people like that is so 2016 uh, they they can't even be relevant while trying to be relevant it's it's stupid. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. 500 on leaving your, your, your state for greener pastures because of whatever reason. Again, a uh, report from the National uh, Van... What is it? The, uh, the <laughs> United Van Lines. That's it. U hauled. 47th Annual National Movers Study showed that Massachusetts is the second most moved out of state in the country... Just behind California, uh, six one seven says we're in Houston, Texas, Harris County. Sadly, it's liberal, but just a short drive. It's old school America, common sense politics. I've only been to Texas once, but I I liked my stay there when I was there. Nice climate, uh, wide open spaces, big sky. It was it was certainly different, but I, I enjoyed it. I haven't been there in many years, but uh, it was fun. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Ralph, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Ralph.
1: Hey, future captain. Uh, Just calling up from, you know, Burlington, Vermont, of course, and Bernie Sanders country. we got a city council that's got half progressives and half Democrats, and thank God there's some moderates in there. But I grew up in this joint, and I don't even recognize it anymore. And all, like you say, the moon bats and wherever else, it's just getting to the point where I've lived in Houston, I've lived in Florida, I've lived in Europe, i got to get out of Vermont.
0: Well, Ralph, I mean, all all my years of being alive, which is not that many compared to other people out there, but... The trope has always been: Vermont is known for tree hugging, Birkenstock wearing, Subaru driving, um, all, all all these kinds of different tropes about liberals. Uh, th- that's that's par for the course, isn't it? I mean, have things gotten that progressively worse?
1: No. And when I grew up, it was like we we lived in a Canadian neighborhood in Lakeside, and then there was Italians and Germans up up north, and then we had a mix of. You know, people here and there, the idea was until, you know, it's not a sanctuary city, but they might as well, you know, say it is because one exact, exact example is the transients used to come up to Burlington in the, in the spring and they would leave in the fall. Mm-hmm. Now the transients are coming into Burlington and staying because of all the benefits
0: that's that's unfortunately everywhere ralph really uh there, there's almost no escaping that thanks thanks for very much for the call unless you, maybe maybe we just have like a citizen exchange program you know we'll, we'll take your house in the uh in guatemala and you can take mine up here i don't think that's going to be very popular but you never know where it's headed 844 we're running out of room we don't have room for our own natural born citizens here Donna, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Donna.
7: Hey, Taylor. Doing a good job for Howie. Thank you. I'm an 83-year-old widow, and I moved out of Massachusetts to Tennessee about four months ago. Wow. I have two daughters who lived up there as well. And after the election of Maura Healy, you know, and we had, we've been conservative all our lives, but we always kept our mouths shut because everybody around us would. Come down our throats, and we were feeling kind of put upon. But then, once more, Healy was elected, and all of the electoral seats in the Cape went to Democrats. We said we got to get out of here. So I have a daughter. I had a daughter also who lived just north of Chattanooga. So since Mars' election, sold houses, packed up things, said goodbye, and moved just north of Chattanooga. And it's night and day. We That's, are so happy here.
0: You're you're out in uh, what Blue Ridge Mountain, Smoky Mountain country.
7: Just, yeah, yeah. The mountains are all around us. Yes, I it's love beautiful. that area.
0: It is it is gorgeous. I I, um, I had grandparents in uh, North Carolina, and every now and then we'd get to go visit them uh, on the Tennessee border. And it was driving through the the Blue Ridge Mountains is is just breathtaking every time you do it, no matter what the season. It's it's beautiful. Uh, that's that's very courageous too to to leave Massachusetts and, and head to Tennessee at uh, at at your age. No offense meant, Donna, but that's that's monumental, isn't it?
7: Well, but it was worth everything, and you know, like the lady said a little while ago, we don't we did not bring we brought our conservative politics with us, and when we meet people or say to people, you know, we're new here, or they say, oh, how long have you lived here? And we say, well, we're new here. Oh, where did you come from? And we say Massachusetts. And then we say, but we didn't bring Massachusetts politics with us.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a prerequisite. You know. Yeah, you have to, you're basically apologizing. You're, you're, you're right, Donna. When you visit places, people ask you where you're from. And, you know, some places they don't have to really ask. They can just guess based on your accent sometimes, but you've got to kind of apologize. Don't hold it against me. I'm from Massachusetts. It's it's just funny that you mentioned that, because if ever I'm on a trip or somewhere and somebody asks me where I'm from, I, I've i got to follow it up with that. You know, don't hold it against me or, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not really one of them. That's that's funny. It's, we've certainly garnered a reputation. Thank you very much for the call, Donna. Michael, you're next on the Howie, Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Michael.
8: Hi Taylor, doing a nice job. Thanks. Yeah, we moved down here in twenty one. Uh, we lived in Braintree. I had a nice job uh, in the city, and it was just crazy. My, my wife and I—I tell people we're allergic to snow and liberals—and it gets a big laugh down here in South Carolina. Well, you can you can we're make that the- shorter.
0: You're just an allergic to snowflakes, both kinds.
8: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and they know exactly what we're talking about. We didn't know anybody we sold our house, we did pretty well, we bought a place down here and it it's it's such a difference. It's it's nice to be around like minded people. The place I worked in the, in in Boston was well known, I don't want to name it, but uh it it's it's a it's a bunch of liberals and and when they found out one day we we're having lunch and they said, Michael, you sound like a Republican and I said, As a matter of fact I am. They looked at me like I had leprosy. Oh, it was wow. that bad.
0: I know what you mean. I know where did you where do you end up moving to?
8: We're in a a small town called Lawrence. It's in the Upstate. It's all farm country. Uh, In Braintree, we had uh, like a third of an acre. Now we got four acres, and we're just very happy here. It's we we just landed in a great place.
0: Good job opportunity.
8: Uh, We I actually just said when the COVID came, it was time to retire. Gotcha. And uh, we were looking at retiring, so I, I retired probably five years earlier than I wanted to. But I, I just now I look back with the, the snow, the traffic, driving from Braintree into into Boston every day. I just don't know how we did it. Yeah, so yeah, you wonder why did you didn't
0: it. do it sooner, exactly. Thanks thanks very much for the call, Michael. Appreciate it. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh John, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, John. Why'd you end up moving?
9: Hi, Taylor. Um, I'm one of those guys that maybe didn't move out of state, but we did move to a completely different part of Pennsylvania. We grew up and we lived in southeastern Pennsylvania in the western suburbs of Philadelphia for, well, my first 47 years. And it just got crazy, and we moved up to the uh, far northeastern corner of the state. And kind of like your last caller mentioned, it sounded like he just moved from Boston to a different part of the state. We did the same thing, and uh, we live in Susquehanna County, which has all of two traffic lights and seventy percent uh, dirt roads, <laughs> wow. which are you know, positive and negative. Yeah, it's it it's like, and you know what? You know, Pennsylvania gets a bum rap for any number of reasons, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. But believe it or not, tax wise, it's not a bad place to live. <laughs>
0: maybe that's why the bidens um, loved it so much uh gro- growing up in pennsylvania he probably regrets moving to delaware um but that that's great job but was there um a single moment where he said that's that's it i've got to i've got to move and if not uh out of state certainly out of the county
9: um actually it was mostly because of the development that was going on in southeastern pennsylvania hmm. um, it just got really crazy uh uh, that part of the state where we live in used to be solidly Republican, but all the people from Philadelphia and the nearer suburbs moved out uh, further west. And uh, Chester County, where we lived, uh, went from uh, red, solid red to very blue now, right now. So we got out, well, that was 21 years ago. So it's been a good ride.
0: <laughs> all right, John, keep enjoying it. Thanks for the call. Julie, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Julie.
9: Hi, how are you?
10: Look, I'm up here in Maine. I am so anxious to get out of here. I am so sick
8: of the Manchester monarch
10: and her nanny, Ms. Mills. I have family obligations, you know? I envy all your people who are moving away from New England. I'm out of here as soon as I can get out of here.
0: I don't blame you. That's that's a lot to overtake. But Maine's not... I mean it's not a terror there are there are sections of Maine. I mean it's mostly uh a rural state, uh once once you get north of uh Portland, isn't it?
10: Yeah, I'm a heck. I live way out in the woods, I'm unplugged, I love it. No people, no neighbors, no cars. Dirt roads, I love it. But I can't handle these wackos, these liberals, they're insane. Who is this Manchester monarch? And what right does she have to tell me who I can vote for? You know, and and Janet, she's just as bad. I know these girls. I've lived here my whole life. I grew up with Janet Mills. These people are wacko. They're, uh, you know what I say on VOM up here? I say, Janet Mills couldn't lead if you gave her a snowplow and a floodlight.
0: (laughs) <laughs> did you did you happen to know Shanna Bellows growing up?
10: Uh, excuse me. Did you
0: happen to know Shanna Bellows growing up? You said you knew uh, Janet Mills.
10: Okay, so I'm Mills's age, but I know Bellows because I worked in the service industry in the country club in Manchester, and she's just all oh, that. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> you know. And I she's... was just, I was so amused by all the national radio stations. On, because that's all I have at the radio is talking about her ego this is all about this little bimbo's ego I,
0: oh of course i know
10: i know it personally you know it's it's a sad story
0: yeah and it's it's a, it's a big it's a big 15 minutes of, of fame kind of thing going there julie but i got to hold you right there we got to get to a break thanks very much for the call 844-500-4242 we'll be back i'm taylor cormier this is the Howie Carr show
1: Howie will be right back after this short break. The Howie Car Show is back. 844 4242
0: told you earlier, December was a record-setting month. The most illegal immigrant encounters at the border in American history that uh, we know of, documented American history, when we started keeping track of this kind of stuff. 302,000 illegal aliens caught crossing the border. Uh, Most of them let go, given uh, asylum hearings that they'll never show up for, One of them was arrested in the U.S. Capitol, not the ones uh, in December, but uh, one in recent history, was arrested at the U.S. Capitol with a machete. This was December 26th. You probably didn't hear about this. was found with a machete, knife, and a brick at the Capitol. He was an insurrectionist. ICE officers apprehended him on immigration charges the next day. Jose Leonardo Marquez Marquez, hyphen Marquez. And I get compliments on the
9: hyphen. Sure you would, sure you would, yeah.
0: 23 years old, Marquez Marquez. He was caught, he was from Venezuela, caught and released in 2022 under the Biden administration's lenient border policies. Uh, This is from Washington Times. Mr. Marquez was first encountered by the Border Patrol on August 21st, 22, near El Paso. The agents processed him and released him the next day, citing a lack of detention space to hold him. It's unclear what he did for the next year, but ICE said he checked in with its deportation officers in D.C. on October 5th. That's when he was finally issued an official immigration court summons. So we didn't know where he was for better part of a year then he shows up in october checks in finally gets a date and uh, december 26th day after christmas shows up in the capital with a machete a knife and a brick sure he's just looking for a job donna you're next on the howie car show go ahead donna
11: Hi, uh, this is Taylor. Thank you very much for taking my call. My sure. name's Donna. I'm from Oakland, Maine. Um, I'm originally from Massachusetts, and uh, I moved out of Massachusetts 20 years ago. I never look back, and uh, it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. But I'm starting to see that, that Maine is slowly changing.
0: Well, a lot of people would would argue it's because of people that moved up from Massachusetts. On what was your what was your reasoning for moving up from Massachusetts twenty years ago?
11: Well, twenty years ago it was different. My sister got married; she moved up to Canada, and I used to drive from Boston to Canada to visit her all the time. And I told her one day I was going to buy a house halfway in the middle, and that's what I did.
0: <laughs> wow! So it was.
11: Different reasoning, but, you know, also, um, I just, I really love it up here. You know, it's a little more rural and a lot more rural, and um, hang on a minute. Oh, someone's uh, telling me. I okay, my thanks
0: for the call, Donna. Appreciate it. 844 4242 508, we need common sense brick-and-machete reform with a seven-day waiting period and mandatory background checks. I agree, I agree. Five oh eight wants to know if uh, Mr. Marquez Marquez's mother uh, had a statement.
11: He's a good boy,
0: a very good boy. And yeah. <laughs> oh, did did Marquez Marquez have a a horns hat on? No, he did not have. He was not the QAnon hombre. He was not the. He did not have any any horn hats as he entered the Capitol with a machete. A brick and a knife. We'll be back. We'll do this again tomorrow. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Carr Show.